0: Alright guys, you hear that nuke sound, you know what just happened. If you haven't seen on Twitter, following Arkansas's loss to Western Kentucky, Chad Morris has been relieved of his duties. i uh, give you a little flashback to I think last week or maybe a week prior. John correctly predicted that Morris was going to be the next coach fired. So congratulations John, you're the first one of us to get it right so far.
1: Thank you, thank you.
0: But I will say, um, even though I didn't disagree, I didn't agree with you or disagree with you. I kind of was like, oh, I could pick. I did text you on Saturday and say that Chad Morris was coaching for his job. No, you did. So I think we both kind of saw it coming. You just kind of, you were on it first. Correct. But so we're kind of going to take this episode a little differently than normal coaching fire reactions. We're going to do a little recap of the last two. And we're going to hit into a little FCS because there's been some controversy at that level. So first, we'll talk about Arkansas. Um, are you surprised? It was it a little quick? What What are your and then who are your potential replacements?
1: All right, uh, I think first of all they stink. Uh, let's get that out of the way. Uh, they're not really uh attractive job. I feel like I mean they're an SEC school, but they're really not like a. They're in a tough spot. Mm-hmm. Chad Morris. It was a little quick trigger. I think. I think it's a trend, firing coaches now. Uh, between like the first year and two years.
0: I mean, yeah. Look at Willie Taggart.
1: Yeah, I, there's no scandal. They're just getting fired, which I'm not even sure if that's enough time to see if a coach is a like a good coach or not.
0: I yeah, I agree. I always say that with Taggart? Like Taggart still really hasn't had like his whole group of guys come in, and like Morris for the same thing. Like, so you can't really. You can maybe if you saw some things in game that were just blatantly terrible, you can kind of get away with saying, "Well, he wasn't a good in game coach." But I think, you know, a lot of times you're not giving these guys a long enough opportunity to get their guys in and really change what they want to do.
1: One thing I want to say about the in-game coach thing, though, is you're only a bad in-game coach when, like, aggressive play calling doesn't work. If it works, you're a genius.
0: Yeah, and I mean,
1: they were, what, 4-18, like, though, right? Yeah, no, no, he's bad, yeah. I'm not saying in Chad Morris's case. I'm just saying a lot of people say... Oh, uh, he's not a good in-game coach. But that's because they try things that, you know, like other coaches won't try, and, you know, it burns them sometimes.
0: Yeah, and if you're, you know, if you're able to pull it off, then you're an in-game genius.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, people see you as, like, the mad scientist kind of coach, like Sean McVay in the NFL. or Yeah. But um, back to Chad Morris, he definitely had a go. There's no question about that. He was bad. The program wasn't looking up. Losing to Western Kentucky in the fashion they did should never happen to an SEC school. hmm I agree. Potential replacements for me, I have a few that might interest you. So I'm gonna start with this. Okay. Um, you can you can go second if that's cool.
0: Okay. I, I if, if we have this episode. If we have the same, I'll just say that I also have the same coach, Steve Sarkeesian. Okay, he's not on my list, but that's he's actually, a good one though. That yeah, is a pretty good one.
1: If he can offensive you. coordinator. Yeah, but he's. He might be reformed. I feel like if he still had that problem, he wouldn't still be a coach at Alabama.
0: Especially with Saban. I, I agree with you.
1: Yeah, he's been he's been a coach. It's been five years almost since that happened. So he's been at Alabama for a little while. You know, Saban assistants are hired a lot in the SEC, probably more than they should be. Uh, Gus? Gus Malzahn? Not on my list, but we did talk about that one, and he's not he on did. my list only because of the buyout. But did you see there was a report that to get Auburn is not really happy with Gus. I don't know if this is true, but I saw somewhere that they'd be willing to lower or even waive the buyout. Which I mean, if they really aren't happy with Gus, and I mean, truthfully,
0: Gus hasn't done a terrible job. I, I I'd be I don't understand what all the crying's about because he's the
1: typical go eight and five every year. It's kind of like the you know. Like complacency, like it's the same thing. They hit a ceiling, kind of.
0: I don't know. I, I think that he's done a very good job there. And I, I do think that he's a good coach.
1: I disagree, but I thought, I thought the episode of this is about. Okay. Uh, so Guz, and then uh, I think my other one would be probably, if I had to pick a third, either Kiffin or Rich Rodriguez. I don't think Kiffin is going to happen. I I'm think Rich saying- Rodriguez is a pretty good one. Yeah, I think those are like three. Well, what about you? I'm interested to hear what you got to say, and then we'll compare. So
0: my first one will pro- is probably going to – he's going to end up being on a lot of power five lists. Michael
1: number
0: Yep, that is exactly <laughs> who my number one is. Uh, I, I think that his he's just waiting to move. He's waiting for a spot for him. Uh, I think he's in the position where he can even – he doesn't like what he gets. He can stay at Memphis because I think he's pretty safe to stay for another year and still have success
1: because he's a good coach. Exactly. So it's not like his team's yeah. gonna fall off the face of the earth. He's a good coach.
0: Agreed. Uh, also I think I said I think I said this one maybe with I don't I don't I, I definitely almost said it, or I may have said it for one of the other coaches, with Sonny Dykes at SMU.
1: You didn't. But I'm going to go out on a limb here and say Arkansas will not make the same mistake twice and hire two straight SMU coaches. I just don't think it's gonna happen. After seeing yeah. how Chad Morris worked out don't think they're gonna go back down that route. It'd all be right, all right, yeah, so. I can
0: get that. <laughs> like, um, another like... one.
1: I've I've two more. Cause Hold one's kind. Real quick, verbal meme. Once Sonny Dykes gets hired at a uh, Arkansas, it's the pointing Spider-Man meme when he <laughs> sees uh, <laughs> Chad Morris. With, with Chad Morris. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: so my other one, and this kind of is a little unrealistic-ish because it's um uh, mm. it's kind of a, a, maybe a lateral move, might probably even be a like down move and downgrade would be Tom Allen from sure. Indiana.
1: That that does he have ties? Like well, explain that one. Uh, I wonder well, why.
0: He, he's coached in the SEC. He was a linebacker's coach at Ole Miss. Uh, mm-hmm. so you know if he wants to get back into the SEC, you know, now Indiana being what, seven and two being ranked, like his hype is probably as high as it's gonna be. With Indiana. Yeah, so like there's a lot of hype around him. Mm-hmm. And this one this is a little bit of a crazy one, but I don't think it's completely out of the realm. Uh, Mike Leach.
1: Yeah, do you mind? Well, if you ta- think, if you think, hold on, I agree, I'm a big Leach guy. If you think you're going to sell Mike Leach's air raid bullshit in the SEC where they <laughs> love running the ball, good luck. It'd be innovative. But I will, I like I will hire. say, I will say Leach
0: has kind of, like, Gone out and been like okay with leaving
1: um yeah no he he, he doesn't enjoy I don't, I, think, th- I don't really think he likes being but i'm not sure if he'd like anywhere like i don't know if he's just a guy who like i like think he gets fed up quickly like
0: yeah i think that he should be in the running for florida state i think florida state should look into him but we, we'll get into that when we do talk about florida state uh but so those yeah. are well much. i am actually mine a little bit I'm sorry. I'm surprised we didn't have anything la- like lapping over. So, what were yours? It's going right, deep so, into you.
1: So, so Kiffin here, I think, who I don't think will happen, if he wants to get back into the SEC, you know, maybe give Saban a challenge. I that's crazy talk, but uh, yes. it's crazy talk. I know, I know, but hear me out. He is a great play caller, Kiffin. He's not maybe the best recruiter, but after his stint at USC, he really developed into a great play caller.
0: I, I always said that Lane Kiffin was one of the best... He's probably the... If he wasn't a head coach, he'd be the best offensive coordinator in the country. Like, at least the top five.
1: Or or Loxley. Loxley's a real good one, too. Yeah. Also from Alabama. Because he transformed that Alabama offense last year to a powerhouse. Um, Not that hard with the guys they have. But... Other... T- other... My other coaches that I had. I had, um... Yeah, I can't think of them. I should have wrote them down. Oh, it was uh, Rich Rod. Mm-hmm. Uh, head... I feel like they're going to hire an experienced guy. So that one, that's where I was going with the Rich Rodriguez thing.
0: Yeah, uh, I like I like Rich Rod.
1: Yeah, that that could happen. I feel like that's a realistic like, safe hire, you know, like stabilize the program. It, you know, some programs you, need you to stabilize. Can,
0: you can probably let Rich Rod run it for a little bit, even if the results aren't great, because you know that he will get it better than it is.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It'll be all right. And my other one was, it was like another coordinator. Oh, Sark. Sarkisian. Oh, yeah. Same thing. Another Alabama offensive coordinator. But uh, if in case you haven't noticed the trend in college football, that is a very good path to becoming a head coach. Yeah. Or being a fired head coach that goes into offensive coordinator at Alabama. So, I
0: guess next we'll jump into, and I don't know how deep we're going to go into this really. I think we should kind of just talk about
1: it. Uh, Ron Prince at Howard. Uh. See, oh boy. Um, I just think what he was doing was kind of messed up. If it's true, uh, I, did, I didn't advantage of players. I didn't read the full story, so why don't you enlighten me? I think he was just like abusive towards the players. He had Cam Newton's brother at quarterback, and like him and like four other players transferred.
0: Let
1: me look around uh, I guess he was an ex Kansas State coach. I think it said. I actually have two. Uh, Potential ones at ad- Q. Potential coaches for Howard. I-, I literally blanked right there. I have no idea why. Like, my brain did not work. Wow. Ron- Wait,
0: hold on. Hold on. Ron-, Ron Prince was the front runner to replace Bill Schneider in 2006. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Schneider coached up until, what, last year? Yeah. So, 06, they thought Bill
1: Schneider was dead. And then he went All on right. for another 11 years. Willie okay. Simmons, the head coach of Florida A&M. He's turned around uh, pra- Florida A&M from being a bad team. He doesn't really have uh, ties to the area. Not sure if Howard could pay him the money. Uh, I read a Reddit post with this yesterday, so give credit to uh, user Clay G Collins 9. That's where I'm reading this from. And um, the other one, Brian Norwood, the defensive coordinator at Navy. I, I like these two hires he suggested.
0: Yeah, I mean I, I, I said it before, I, I don't really have any potential hires at FCS level. Like I don't, I don't like know how like the FCS hiring process works. Like do they just go after other FCS coaches? Do they wait for a division two guy who wants to come up? Like well,
1: maybe they hire they could probably hire FCS coordinators too, like.
0: Yeah, I mean,
1: like or, or like position coaches.
0: Is North Dakota State's offensive coordinator, like, the equivalent of being, like, an Alabama offensive coordinator? Like,
1: Yeah, I see what you're saying. Is it, like, a whole other world that we don't dabble into? Yeah. So, like We will be debuting FCS guy potentially soon.
0: Yeah, we're going to try and talk to him and see what uh, we can
1: do. Uh, if you should... but, but the compliance. Yeah, compliance. <laughs> slump compliance. Please, please keep this in so you could hear it. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, so... I guess we're gonna pretty much round this one up. There's gonna be a short, quick one, but we are gonna hit on a lot
1: here. Yeah, these uh, are all short ones though. These are, hey, the are all this. Quick. Yep. Under thirty minutes.
0: So the last thing we're gonna talk about real quick is there has been some news recently in the last week, a lot of different conflicting articles with just Florida State in general and their the hiring. First it was first it was Bob Stoops and then He said
1: Nah, that oh, ain't
0: happening. While we were recording, I said, oh, Bob Stoops said he was in Tallahassee. And then that night, it was like, oh, Bob Stoops finalizing a deal to be the coach. And then the next morning, Bob Stoops was like, I never did such a thing. I never said that. And then there was like three or four days of like pretty much silence. And then it then Dion Sanders just came out of nowhere. And then that got... For like a couple hours, that was Deion Sanders, the number one candidate. And then a USA Today post came out and said that someone close to the uh, search firm said that Dion is not in consideration. And I think that's something we wanted to talk about because this is another one of those topics that me and you feel very differently on.
1: I just think that – I know we talked about this earlier. One, I think once a player of that standard, Deion Sanders, says he's interested, you have to at least do your due diligence on making him your head coach. Or at least trying to get him on staff in some capacity. I, I think that if you're gonna do your due diligence, that's
0: fine. I look into him because he does have like a you know he has a coaching repertoire at least with the under armour game in a high school in Texas. But the only problem I see with like putting him on your staff is you know, what if they bring in some guy who doesn't want Dion on his staff?
1: You know what I mean? I'm not sure how long someone would last who doesn't want Dion on their staff at Florida State.
0: I mean, but if you, know, if you bring in a guy, like, let's say they bring in Mike Norval and they give him X amount of money because he's going to get money. And they, oh, yeah, say,
1: well,
0: they say, well, here's Deion Sanders. And he says, well, if you want me to succeed, I don't want Deion Sanders on my staff.
1: Uh, I, I, don't... Get, I, get what you're, I get what you're saying there. Yeah. But that's a very quick way to become unpopular with Florida State fans.
0: Yeah, I know, but I think that another
1: like quick... Your leash probably gets shorter by a year if you say something like that. Like, so, like, publicly then, say, I don't want Deion Sanders on my staff.
0: On, like, the other side of it, like, if Deion comes in and then their their secondary turns into be, like, one of the worst in the country, then it's like, oh, Florida State just hired him because of his name. Like, that's no, like... A, I, I get
1: that. That's, but like, the definition of a hit or miss. It is. It's a boom or bust, but that's what all hires are. Yeah, but you have more
0: of a idea when you hire a guy who's been a coach. Oh, really?
1: Let's... There's a potential Big Ten team who hired a great defensive coordinator, and we'll, we know what happened with that. Not going to mention the name because you are not going to talk about them. No, but, but you know what, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but at least you had something to
0: base it off of, and that was wrong. Yeah. So it, it doesn't always translate. Yeah, but then there's situations where guys go to other places and you know they succeed. No,
1: I, I know, but I'm just I'm pointing Like a Kansas game.
0: State, you know, they bring yeah. in Kleinman Cl- from. Yep. From the FCS level, who was a proven winner though? Yeah, you know, and at this point, I would say Norvell is a winner because he's done very good jobs everywhere he's been. You know what I mean? Like it's at least you have something to base
1: it off of. No, I get what you're saying. I just think in college, there's a part of head coaching that people don't really think about a lot. And I know you disagree with this, but recruiting is huge at the college level. And, you know, I base a lot of things off recruiting our model is pretty much going to be based off recruiting a little bit that, uh, you know, just got to shout that in there. People are going to learn soon. I just think Deion Sanders would be able to walk into anyone, in the country's living room and at least get them on campus. I do agree with
0: that where he would at least get them on campus. They would definitely be interested because Deion Sanders is still Deion Sanders, but the two, two kind of three points I want to make the first one about Deion Sanders is kids going into college now, they didn't grow up seeing Deion Sanders play on Sunday. No,
1: I know, but you have to think he's been a legend in Madden for like the He's still a very popular name. And he's he still has be- that, he's very but, relevant. Hold on, hold on. He has the it factor. Deion is like the first cool NFL player. Like, he was the first NFL player to make a rap song. Like, and he was like, he has that swag about him. You, you two know, like, you know, like sports professionally yeah, at the same time. He hit a home run in the World Series and scored the NFL in the same week. Like, that's, no, I, that's, you know, I'm not taking that away from him. But then again, I know, like, no, also like this isn't about him. I'm just saying like I don't mean to interrupt oh,
0: you. In general, yeah, I agree. But, but then now like, there's sorry.
1: one other Florida State coach I do want to talk about. I don't mean to throw this in you. Yeah, I, I know you're not going to have much to say about it, but he was considered the last time when Florida State had an opening. Uh, coach O for them, another coach O, Odell Haggins. He's been in the interim, I believe, both times for Florida State. He's three and O as a head coach.
0: What? Oh, I thought they named Lovett their uh, interim, but I could be wrong. I uh, I know they didn't. But, I mean, that's a guy you could even think he, about putting in the head coach position. He's been at Florida State
1: since 1994. Yeah, why not give the guy a shot? He's been he was their O line coach in 94. He's been their D line coach since 1996. He's three and O as a head coach. In regular season, one and zero in bowl games.
0: Yeah, and you have a guy who stick around the program that long; he literally knows the ins and outs of it. Yeah,
1: like he definitely bleeds Florida State too, and he's only fifty-two years old, so he's not like. It's not so like you hired Bill Schneider. Really. Yeah, yeah, that is not bad. He's hired. He was an interim when Jimbo left, and he's the interim now.
0: So just to get back to like the kind of Dion talk a little bit, and this is more of a broader spectrum type thing, and we we both agreed on this, but great players very very rarely turn out to be good coaches. And I saw. You're right. Or did you say you had? Did you say you had something else? I sounded like you had something else to say. No, I said you're right. Uh, I thought you said you were right, and then you were going to say but. Um. Yeah. And I know we did tweet out something prior. You tweeted out something about like how they had to look at them, and the one reply was was Penny Hardaway at Memphis with basketball and with the recruiting class they had this year. Mm-hmm. And that is a good example. But Penny Hardaway is in no way the stature of NBA star that Dion is in the NFL.
1: No, Dion is probably like a Shaq Patrick Ewing. Comparison to yeah.
0: a NFL player, and I'm happy that you just said Patrick Ewing because Coach George and their recruiting classes have not been good.
1: But he also doesn't have the flair that Dion has. Like I don't know how much you know about Dion Sanders. Like, no, not, I know. Not even like a diss you. But he is like, he's prime time. Like he created this image. Like he is. A, he's like what swag is. Like he is like he no, would I at least know. make I, I, Florida State the cool thing in Florida again.
0: No, I get that, but like my point, like I was also gonna say Chris Mullins at, Saturday, at uh, St. John's with basketball because these' mm-hmm. just two NBA guys came to my head. I think Chris Mullins had the one hundred and fifty third best recruiting class in the country last year, by the way. Yeah, I was just looking before. But so I mean, these are two examples where guys who went to the school were NBA stars because both of those guys are, are, are our know, top hundred NBA players Ewing is much higher up on the list. But those are guys where like, you they went into recruits homes and still couldn't get them there. Like Dion going into the house and I agree with what you were saying. Dion can go into a house and say, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make you me. But that's just the D backs. What's he gonna do with a quarterback or a running back? Or what's he, gonna do with
1: the, what's he gonna do? Okay, I'll tell you. One, he played wide receiver when he was on the Cowboys. So we could say, I caught touchdowns in the NFL. I know like I was a burner. He has almost a thousand receiving yards, which I know it's not a lot, but when you're a defensive player, thousand receiving yards kind of a lot. Okay. Also, he could tell players, "I know what the grind's like." Quarterbacks, he could say, "My son's a four-star quarterback. I coach him. Like I created, like I have success. I know it's not the same. He's a high school thing, but he has some more experience. I think you give him credit for."
0: No, I'm not taking away from experience. Now, Wyman, I Lyman,
1: that... uh, I don't mean to interrupt you. No, it's okay. And I, I don't know what Deion Sanders knows about the offensive or defensive line. Don't think he thinks they matter. <laughs> I just think that Deion Sanders.
0: Even though he is you know, an all-time great athlete, not just football player, athlete because of what he did in two sports and the success he had in two sports, hey, and he carried can, the Yankees. Yeah, you know, and he can go into a house. The Braves can go into a house and say, um, "You know, I'm Dion. Look at these. You know, look at me. I'm the greatest." And you know, kids are going to go on campus because of that, just because would be like, "Oh, I went on a visit with Dion Sanders." But I think if I'm if I'm a five star and Deion Sanders comes into my house and a lot of things you were just telling me where he can teach you how to be, uh, how to catch NFL. He knows the grind. He can do this. He can do that. And then Nick Saban walks in your house. He can give you names of people that he has put into the league, not potentially put into the league.
1: Yeah. But Deion Sanders can also say I'm better than every single one of those players. I will teach you how to be better than that. And I, I know what you're saying. He can't give examples, but it's because he hasn't been a head coach yet. That's no, the i for every head coach first hire.
0: No, I agree, and I agree, but I think that's just going to be the deciding factor. You know, like, if I'm a kid, do I want to go somewhere where I could be taught how to be? Yeah, but I also think that— And how re- how realistic is it
1: for— but a, I also think you're comparing, like, apples to oranges, kind of Florida State is not going to recruit at the Alabama level yet. Like they just don't go after the same players. Alabama goes after the top, like, f- the top of the top. Oh, Florida, Florida State is no longer back, in get... that tier. Yeah, yeah but they're no they longer in that back tier back right now. Tier. But so by the time Dion was recruiting those players, he'd have some guys under him already. He wouldn't be competing for those same guys in year one. Is what I'm saying.
0: No, I get that You won't be. A, so a bit, uh,
1: I it'd be Dion that... Sanders versus you know Gus Malzahn or. Or Dan Moen. And in that case, I don't think they have that same repertoire as Nick Saban.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely not as Saban. But I, I still think that a lot of it's going to come down to a kid being like, you know, how realistic is it for me to go and think that I can really turn myself into Dion or is he just blowing smoke up my ass type thing, you know? I don't think any high
1: school kid would be. No offense to that. I don't think they would question that.
0: No, I, I don't know if they would either. Maybe like someone who's if If you have...
1: Yeah, if you have like I mean the kid who's maybe going to Stanford or something. But like if you have a kid who's looking at like A and M, uh like Texas A and because you know they take anybody and some other schools, they may not be. Well, think not just
0: that. anybody. Didn't that kid from Oregon not get in? To
1: A&M? Uh, Elijah Blades who did not yeah. get into five other D one schools.
0: And it's not like he's gonna be hearing this because I believe he has us blocked.
1: He does. He has me blocked on CFB Talk Daily and my personal Twitter coward come on and talk about it <laughs> oh man that's through their compliance to be the like, question can we get there's no permission? compliance <laughs> he couldn't get into school <laughs> he's in he's at a now though
0: all right so that is going to wrap up that episode that was a little quick one we talked about a lot um all right let's do before we end this one next coach to get fired so this is you're protecting your throne here all right, give me one second to think about this. I already have mine. All right, why don't you go first? Kevin Sumlin. I think that Sumlin... Okay, okay. that's a good one. Last year, uh, with what he did to the... Uh, oh, my God, I'm drawing a blank. Quarterback. Could have, should have won a Heisman Khalil if they Tate. actually... Yeah, they have Khalil Tate. I'll help you out there, buddy. Uh, you know, this kid came into the year as a Heisman candidate because of what he does with his arms and his legs, where last year Sumlin was like, hey... Let's not run at all. Let's just keep you in the pocket, and then yeah, know, that was he, a disgrace. When he was moving, it wasn't on design, so he didn't really have the open field that he should have had. And this year, he's kind of let Tate play back. I think week one that he looked a lot more comfortable in the offense than he had at all like his last year. But I still don't think the results have played out, and someone didn't really leave a And M on the best of terms. Um, no, sorry. he didn't,
1: but he is supposed to be a quarterback whisperer, and even though he, he ruined he does have eight, good quarterbacks under. Tate, he yeah, I, has coached quarterbacks.
0: He has good quarterbacks under his Which arm. Which
1: makes me I, believe, I'm just wondering, does Khalil Tate not take his coaching?
0: Yeah, and yeah, I'm, I'm, we're not there, so we don't know. I'm just looking at the outside, but I have heard that people are starting Do to whisper you, about his job. On,
1: just, we'll stop at 30 minutes, but I just want to say, his his quarterback tree, you ready for this? I think we've gone over it, but yeah. Drew Bledsoe, Drew Brees, Jason White, Sam Bradford, Case Keenum, Johnny Football. Yeah. That's crazy.
0: And... I mean, he didn't coach him, per se. But did he have Kyle Allen and Kyler Murray for at least a year? I think so. I think... I know we had Murray, because Murray sat behind Johnny... I'm not sure about Allen, though. I think Murray and Allen were there at the same time, though, so he may have had them, but still. He didn't coach them in regular season games, but they were still on the team on practices and everything. Yes. Yeah. So if you have so, your For prediction- me,
1: yeah, I do, I do. I was going to get to it if you didn't cut me off. No, I'm just joking. Uh, either Mike Bobo at Colorado State. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to get canned. Uh, actually, yeah, that's where I'm going to go with. He's getting canned. Yeah. I have Mark, Mike Bobo fired. Done. All right. He's been well, done. Let's see, if, let's see if John can make it back to back. This one doesn't count. This one doesn't count. I, Mike Bobo is my choice. Okay. But I also believe maybe. Maybe. Yeah. What do you think I'm going to say?
0: Clay Helton.
1: No, but I probably should have said that.
0: <laughs> Wait, Wait, don't same. say it yet because I'm going to think of a maybe. Steve Adazio.
1: No, I was going to say Jim Harbaugh.
0: Ah!
1: That was a good Uh, episode, though.
0: Yeah, that was fun. This is a good thing. Let us know what you guys think, who's going to get fired. Um, Who knows? Maybe if you get it right and we don't, we'll shout you out.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: All right, guys, so tune in this week for the regular episode that will be out. Last week we had some internal problems we had to take care of. That's why the episode didn't come out. There's a whole story behind that. Uh, A little little hectic, Uh, but this week we will have it out and it will be on time this week. So we'll see you guys for that episode.